episode 380, how and why to have tough conversations. David Wood. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Hi, I'm Adam Lewis Walker, host of Awaken Your Alpha, the number one men's development podcast that is also a best-selling book, Awaken Your Alpha, Tows and Tactics to Thrive. Please do check these out. If you like the podcast, you will love the book. The book is the best of the best, and it's available on Amazon. The tactics that people use to get out of the tight spots, but also they use, that they continue to use to then go on to thrive. This episode is sponsored by The Arena, men's only membership community that really will enhance all and everything you're doing. Awaken Your Alpha outlines an effective model to help you identify, isolate, and address the differences between the man you are and the man you want to be. That's John Romano, New York Times bestselling author of Engineering the Alpha. So if you want to dig deeper into the effective model, philosophy, and strategies that will enhance your life and really take everything to the next level, and ultimately, it's that that mindset and philosophy to fulfillment and the art of living, that's mental toughness and strength going forward as a man. The arena, stepping into the arena was what it's all about. I've got resources that I have accumulated over the years that have been held in my vault. That is going to be accessible and created to be the most efficient way for you. And I have weekly trainings, Q&As, drop-in office hours, expert masterclasses. This is going to be 10x the value. And for the founding members, please do go and check this out. This is a huge opportunity to get in at the ground floor. And for those who are listening to this slightly later, there still may be the opportunity to get in at the founding members investment, dependent on how many people jump on this and how quickly we get to certain membership markers. If you're interested in this, please do jump on it over now. Take advantage. Click on the link. That's ayalpha.com forward slash arena. I'm giving away for the first time the 10 alpha laws of power in your life and all and everything you can do. So head over there, grab your free copy of that. And I really designed this to be an absolute no-brainer. Work directly with me in this community. Get to the podcast. Right, this week we have David Wood on the line and we're going to have a tough conversation. David, after life as a consultant actuary to Fortune 100 companies on Park Avenue, David built the world's largest coaching business, becoming number one on Google, for life coaching and coaching thousands of hours in 12 countries around the globe. As I said, we're going to talk to him about some tough conversations. That's all going to become clear. But firstly, David, are you ready to awaken your alpha today? I'm ready, Adam. I don't know what that means, but I'm absolutely ready. Well, like I just said to you in terms of not, not knowing what something means, tell us what a consulting actuary is. And also, is there anything else you'd like to add or highlight to that very brief introduction? Sure. Uh, you know, I, I was I was a bit of a nerd. I'm a nerd. I'm a geek, and I was really good with numbers. So, an actuary studies long-term financial projections, complex probability, uh, statistics, and they use actuaries to calculate how much an insurance premium should be or to price um, uh, a stock option, mm-hmm. or things like that. So, I was a consultant to Fortune 100 companies. I got to go to Sony Music. Exxon, Ford. It was a great job for a young guy on Park Avenue, but I quit because it was all about numbers. Mm. And I realized I've got a gift for business and marketing and strategy. And I love that. Yeah. That was the first 30 years of my life. But the last 20 years, once I had this insight was about reclaiming my emotional intelligence, how to how to influence people, how to connect with people, and how to have the tough conversations that are so scary, we don't even think about them. But you just go, oh, I'm just, that guy's an asshole. I'm just going to leave that alone. (laughs) 
So I've spent the last 20 years diving into uh, being relational and I'm excited now to be able to bring both of those worlds to my clients, whether it's a company or an entrepreneur or an executive. There's lots of good business coaches out there and there are a lot of good personal coaches. There aren't many that actually um, can coach the whole person and handle both. Yeah. And that's where I come in. Definitely. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Well, you touched on your origins there, but can you tell us a little bit about where you're originally from? Where are you speaking to us from today? I know you've got a lovely view of the mountains. I do. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm so, I've, I've just been traveling for two years looking for a home base. I left Bali and I'm like, where's my next home? Because I'm fortunate enough to be able to live anywhere in the world, given that I work virtually. Listen on the podcast as well. We're just looking out the window to wilderness trees, uh, a bit like where I'm northern Michigan as well. I'm, I'm down in the man cave. So I right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm here in Boulder, Colorado. That's where I chose to home base, but I'm from Australia originally. And uh, I think it was 1998. I went into coaching and then I've been in the U S for 15, 20 years when I'm not exploring Bali or South America or, you know, something else. But you know, one thing I realized Adam is sometimes it's better to make a decision than to not make a decision, even if it's a wrong decision. Mm. So I just wasn't sure, is Boulder right? Should it be Medellin in Colombia? Should it be Estonia? And finally I realized I need a home base. It doesn't even really matter ultimately. I just need to settle. And fortunately, yeah. Boulder's heaven. So no, I've heard a lot of good things about Boulder. Where, where are you originally from in Australia? I'm from uh, Cessnock, which is near Newcastle, which is near Sydney. Okay. <laughs> yeah country town country boy um you know they didn't teach australians and i bet they didn't teach brits um how to have tough conversations really like basically we just how kind of sweep it, it under the carpet how to avoid yeah. it maybe yeah yeah that's, that's another that's more, that's more of an english way <laughs> we'll do another podcast on that how to avoid your tough conversations and sweep it under the rug oh that's good oh that's, that's very british yeah <laughs> uh, i'm writing that down <laughs> quality so Tell us a little bit about this journey you went on and you said the situation of 30 years in one sort of avenue. Was there either a person who helped awaken your alpha, either inspired you from afar? Was it more situational? Or, and was there kind of that, that key moment? I think you touched on it um, earlier already. Well, I like this word alpha. And let's see if we're talking about the same thing. To me, alpha means leadership. To me, alpha is, is having agency in your own future. So instead of being passive or complaining or just accepting a situation, you're actually stepping up and looking, how can I be causing the matter and change the situation? So that's it. how I relate to the word alpha. Does that work? Yes. I, I, everyone can interpret how they want, but that is personal leadership. That's literally, someone yes. asked what, I've, I've written a book on it and someone asked what's this about. It's just personal leadership and responsibility. Right. Yeah. Great. Well, that's what Tough Conversations is about. See, I, I want people to have, I love this word agency. I just heard it recently. Agency is you're, you're actually your own agent. Mm. And, and um, I don't know if we have a, a, a better word. I haven't found one yet. But whatever's happening in your life, I want to know how would you like it to look and what could you do? You can't control the outcome. You can't control the world, but you can control what you say. So I'm very, I'm very, I love that. And I can see that relates to alpha and personal leadership. Yeah. yeah. And I forget your question. 
Yeah, I want to talk about the, the agency thing as well briefly. I love how you say it because when you say agency, I think like people say, oh, I, if I had an agent, it's almost like if someone could sort my stuff out for me. Um, I, I like, you know, the term agency, the way you sort of touching it there as well. But anyway, the original question, was there anyone who either said the right thing to you at the right time or inspired you or helped awaken your alpha at various points in your life? Um, or yeah, I love the question. Now, firstly, I've just looked up agency and one of the definitions is obviously a company or an agent, but the other definition is action or intervention, especially such as to produce a particular effect. That's agency, right? So my mother said that gr growing up, the best way to get me to do something was to tell me it couldn't be done. <laughs> That's what she said. And it's kind of true. People say, oh, that couldn't work. And I'm like, really? I'm just, I'm like a possibility generation machine. Now, I don't know if there was a moment um, there was definitely a life-changing moment when I was seven years old. I had a, we had a tragedy in the family and my, my little sister was killed in a traffic accident oh, and I watched dear. it happen. Oh, that is awful. That's horrible. So that shut me down emotionally and I didn't even know. For 20 years, I didn't even know. I was just like a cardboard cutout. Um, but I think I was still just always driven, a little bit hyperactive as a kid. And it was when I discovered that there was a whole world out there of people who actually care, people who want to transform the world and they weren't just out to get my money in this self-help course. I was like, whoa, what's going on? And so that's when I, that's when I started the shift and started exploring and doing courses yeah. and sitting with gurus and all of that. So Landmark Education was the company I went to doing the Landmark Forum. That opened me and cracked my cynicism and made it possible for me to learn and grow. How old were you when um, your sister had the accident? I was seven and she was five. Oh, that is, I, I say, cause I got, I got two boys, six and eight. And that's, that's like the, my worst nightmare. And I, I, I say to them, you know, about being in around roads, it's the most dangerous thing they've likely got going on around here. And that's, I'm just, I'm just so paranoid about that. And yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I don't mean yeah. to come back to it. It was just like this, you know, I keep looking at the, today we're talking about tough conversations and I felt like, oh, the English in me, I wanted almost in some part of me wanted to avoid that. And, but it's just, um, that's where- oh, To avoid saying that about your kids? About it, any more details, asking about any more details about, you know, the incident. Well, you know, what I love about that is that you just named it. So there's all these things that are implied and hidden, like your desire to talk about it. And then there's that, oh, that's a bit awkward. You know, that's a bit tough conversation. I don't know how he's going to feel. Often those things are not said. They're not named. We're not even conscious of them. We're just keep on rolling on, right? Yeah. You just slowed it down and named it. And that's one of the keys to having a tough conversation is share. Hey, I'm a bit hesitant to do this because I want to be sensitive, but you know, whatever. So you just modeled it. And I'm, I, I'm glad you said it too, because... I haven't got kids. And one of the reasons I think I, I, I haven't had kids is because it's my worst nightmare too. I just think every parent is, has made themselves perhaps by choice so vulnerable. And I get that there's a lot of benefit to that. And it, it scares me too, to, to love anybody actually. And since I've lost my sister and I've, I've, um, I've survived a paraglider 
accident as well, you know, crashing and fracturing my spine. I just know that life, I don't know how long I've got. I honestly don't know if I'm going to wake up tomorrow. Yeah. So that's part of how I, this might be answering your question now about the alpha. Um, I don't know how long I've got, so I really want to live. I really want to suck the juice out of life and get as much as I can because I honestly don't know how long I'm going to have. And I don't believe in reincarnation. I'm not against it, but I don't have a belief in it. So this might be my only life. And if it is, I want to have agency and I want to have those tough conversations because, well, we'll get to it, but there's a lot of profit in, um, in having those, in leaning into those conversations that we avoid. Well, I think it's, it's, I think it's a great time now to dig into tough conversations. We talked about it before at the start, organizations and individuals can really get a lot of benefit from these tough conversations. And I put it in, in my stuff, you know, I think the quality of your life definitely is linked to the amount of tough questions you can ask yourself and others. Um, not just doing it for the sake of it, but if, if it's something on your mind, it's going to be impactful, um, you know, not shying away from it just because it is tough. So I want to talk about this whole concept of tough conversations. And I keep thinking about the Truman Show. Have you seen the Truman Show yeah. with Jim Carrey? Right. I think most people have. But spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, I'm going to talk about it right now. So amazing show. And he's got walls, literally walls to his life but he doesn't know that there are walls. He just knows he's scared of water. He's on an island and, and everyone keeps encouraging him to stay where he is. Well, that's kind of like those walls are our tough conversations that we haven't had yet. Mm. And the mind is encouraging us to stay where we are and don't blow it up and don't mention it. You don't talk to this guy about his sister dying. Like that keeps us in our world now his world was pretty good right it's not like like all of our worlds my, well i don't know about all of us but my world is really good but i've got these invisible barriers that i can't even see and the clue to finding those walls and knocking them down are the tough conversations that we haven't had it keeps us small so for example let's suppose um when i was much younger i cheated on my first girlfriend I was drunk, whatever. I woke up the next day and felt like shit. I could not believe what I'd done. Now, you think that was a tough conversation to go and confess to her? Hey, I just cheated on you. It was a tough conversation. Now, some people, and this is just an example, some people choose not to have that conversation. No, I don't want to upset her. She might break up with me. Uh, she's going to tell people I'm a piece of shit, right? All these, these fears. And I know people who've carried that around. And there are people listening to this podcast who've carried around either cheating on their partner or they've broken an agreement with somebody and they don't want to say it. Now I say, if you follow the process and I have a four step blueprint for following the conversation to make it easier, what you gain is usually much greater than what you lose. So when I went and confessed, she broke up with me, yeah. which is what she should do. And I ended up renting a tuxedo. And I think I was like 20, 20 years old at the time or 19, rented a tuxedo, got a dozen roses and, and took a six hour train ride dressed like this to go up and apologize to her where she was staying. And she ended up taking me back and ultimately we got married. Wow. But I have no secrets from her. 
zero. And that feels amazing. And I've had girlfriends who like, I can't believe I'm telling you this on a podcast, but I had a girlfriend who found a pair of panties in my cupboard. She's like, what are these doing here? And whose are they? And I honestly didn't know. I'm like, I can't even imagine. <laughs> and we, we had a slightly open relationship where I could, I could kiss other women, but I couldn't, couldn't do anything else. That was the agreement we had. And I said, I have had a date and I had a woman over here, but her pants were on. Like, I, I honestly don't know. Yeah. And she w- and she went, okay, good enough for me. How, wow. how many, how many people are going to believe a guy like that? And her friend said, you're crazy. How can you trust him? And she said to them, trust me. If there was something to say, he would tell me because I told her so many things that are just me <laughs> being honest and truthful, even if it hurts, yeah. she knows that's who I am. So that's one thing. And one example of what was possible out of having tough conversations and also being, you know, nosebleed authentic, which is, yeah. is scary, but I'm saying there's profit. At the times when it, you know, it comes to the crunch when you really need someone to take your word and trust you then. Right. Yeah. That's huge. Right. Plus you get to feel good about yourself. Yeah. Not knowing. I mean, I tell you what, there's, um, there are things that have hung over my head. Like how much do I want to say? Cause some of it's personal to me and yeah. the personal of the person involved, but the broad brush strokes are when I was younger, I, I did something that was crappy and it didn't seem like a big deal. But as I got older, I'm like, that was crappy. And it was illegal. Mm. It was against the law. And, and it just weighed on me for 20 years. Oh. Yeah. And, and I, and I checked with a lawyer and the lawyer said, yeah, you could go to prison. And I said, but I was, I was, I was like 15. And he said, yeah, you could be prosecuted. You could go to prison. I'm like, damn, but I didn't want to carry it around. And also I was worried that I might've hurt this other person. I might've, you know, like it just was wrong. So anyway, I tracked them down and apologized and, and confessed. And, uh, it turned well, scary for me. I can't even tell you, uh, like the fear of prison for me and fear of like shame in society and whatever I had, it was in my mind. Yeah. That was what, what was going on. And, um, it worked out really great. The other person seemed grateful for the call and just said, look, yeah, it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. And I was like, Oh my God, oh my God. Are you yeah. serious? Like I was worried. I was so worried. I got this shame and guilt. And now it's all cleared, life changer. Now, I'm not telling everybody, if you've <laughs> committed a crime, yeah. I'm not advising if you've committed a crime to go and risk prison to confess. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's worth looking at what are the potential benefits. Now, me, I was actually willing to risk prison to apologize because I realized that's who I am. I just, if I've hurt someone, I want to make it right in any way. But there's an example. I forget how we got onto this topic. <laughs> but um, that was a hell of a tough conversation. And the benefit to me cannot put a price on it because uh, we're talking about the guilt yeah. that you can, we can carry around. Now, this is one category of a tough conversation is confession. That's one category. There's lots of different categories. You talked earlier about you know, your full step blue, blueprint, and I'm sure we, we can't go into, into massive details about each bit. But what is kind of like that some key of the four, four steps yeah. that people want to go through and to just give people ideas about how this can work in their own life? 
Yeah, I can summarize it and you guys can download it on the website too. It's free. Perfect. And I'll put the links uh, to the show. Great. Thank you. So firstly, you fill in the worksheet and it's really simple. It asks you six questions about the conversation and get you thinking about where's the profit? Like what could you, what could really happen out of this? So you create a hope and what are you afraid of? Like, what's your concern? For example, I just, um, I realized I wanted to, uh, tell a client, I think it's time to raise, raise their fee because mm. they've been on discount for a year. And, uh, that was, that was tough for me. And I'm like, what am I afraid of? Like I did the worksheet yeah. myself and I was afraid that the client might say, you know, this has been really good, but I've been thinking of stopping anyway. Maybe now's a good time to stop. Yeah. And I don't want them to stop because they're one of my favorite clients. So I got clear on all that. You do the worksheet and then you follow the four steps and the four steps are really simple. One, you get permission for the conversation. And, and the way I did it, it, I sent an email and said, are you up for a potentially awkward yet possibly interesting and even fun conversation? <laughs> I'm, I'm prep. I'm prepping, yeah. right? This, this could be awkward. Someone in the right mindset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. If they say yes, their mindset has just shifted. They've now said yes, right? If your boss is really busy and you want to ask about a raise, go in to get permission. Hey, do you have five minutes to talk about something that's important to me? And you know, like that, yeah. you get permission. Step two, you share one hope and one fear. Like this is my hope out of hand. This is why I want to have this conversation. And this would be my concern or, or fear out of like what, like you might get defensive. You might, um, get angry at me, you know, if it's a confession, you might break up with me, you might fire me. This is my concern, right? This is being vulnerable now. And then step three, share the issue. Just tell them what, what's up. And if you have a request from your worksheet, make a request. This is, this is where you bring in your alpha. Well, you bring in your alpha just by going and having oh, a conversation, yeah, definitely, right? Definitely. But making a request is having agency. Here's, how, here's something you could do that could make a difference. And then the fourth step is very important. Thank them. They have gratitude that this person heard you out, even if they don't agree with you or give you what you want, and then get curious about their world. How did it land for them? Do they have a better idea? What's their point of view on it? Like you really want to get curious and get their world rather than we want to do tough conversations, not tough monologues. <laughs> Uh, for some reason, the thought of John Wayne just popped into my head then. <laughs> wow. I like that. I can't think of Yeah, having many conversations is Western. It's just the, the tough monologue. Okay. <laughs> well, man, this is, I'm loving this conversation. So we're going to move towards the alpha round. And I like to start off with a potential favorite quote or just quote that sums up how you like to live your life, your approach to life. Is there anything that springs to mind? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to quote myself. Okay. Um, I said, I said this in the last few weeks and I have, I'm like, I have to write this down. The tough conversations we haven't had form the boundaries of our world. Oh, I like that. And you've given context to that before and what you were just talking about. Truman Show. Awesome. Okay. Is there a particular book that was very impactful for you or is very impactful for you? Yeah. I'm going to recommend, uh, I'm going to recommend a teacher who has many books. The teacher is Byron Katie. Okay. And her book introduced me to her work. Uh, Loving what is, is the first one. And I, I didn't get transformed out of reading the book, 
but I then worked with a coach in the Byron Katie work and then went to a nine day school and then spent a month with her. So I'm promoting a teacher, not the book, but yeah, you can get an in intro with loving what is. Awesome. Very cool. And from your network, having gone through, you know, bulk of the interview now, who would you recommend would be a good guest, uh, you know, interesting point of view for the Awaken Your Alpha show? Oh man, dude, I love that you're asking that on, on air. No one's ever, I've done 45, <laughs> 50 interviews. No one's ever done that, but do it while you got me here, right? Yeah. That's smart. The record of it as well. Especially if you oh. say, yeah, I'll connect you as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I recommend Martin Root. Okay. R-U-T-T-E. And he's, um, he's got a book called Project Heaven on Earth. Okay. And, and that guy is about agency when he wants every person to create their own version of what heaven on earth looks like to them. So that seems pretty alpha to me. He's a beautiful man, a dear friend, and he's a member of the Transformational Leadership Council with me as well. So he'd be, he'd be a great guest. I love that you asked that, man. That's really, um, that's really smart. When it comes to habits and things that keep you on the straight and narrow and keep you, you know, approaching these tough conversations, is there anything you do that you, you think is kind of essential to your, if not your daily life, your weekly life? Oh, wow. That's a big question. I'll give you a short answer. I've revamped all my nutrition. I did the wild fit program mm -hmm. with Eric Edmeads and Mind Valley. So I don't eat sugar anymore. I, I eat whole foods. Um, and uh, I exercise almost every day. I, I just push myself to get that walk out with my dog and I've started jogging. I just think it's critical. You got to take care of the, of the body. And I do a meditation every day, not because I'm enlightened. It's because I have to. My, my head hurts a lot of the time and I just need to lay down and rest and recharge. And I've got a massage chair and a Pilates roll and all sorts of things like roll out the body. So I guess that's a lot of body self-care i'll tell you a hot tip yep. if you're if you guys work uh remotely virtual co-working i think it's going to be the wave of the future i'm very interested in this because uh you know my friend he, he does co-working spaces and where i am is so remote we don't really have that and so virtual right yeah dude I, I just got off a 90 minute call where we actually kept the video on and i just moved it to the side and everyone mutes and we said what say what we're going to do at the top of the hour and then we check in in 90 minutes and see how we did. Man, it keeps me laser focused. I've got a little bit of company in my day. Uh, I, I, I wanna do it like three days a week for like six hour blocks. That's what I wanna do. I just haven't found enough interest yet. But One of the questions I usually ask as well, is there a particular resource? Is there a resource around that? Uh, yeah, I'll get you a link. Um, there's a group that set this up and I don't know how much they're charging. I imagine it's not very much, but I'll get you a link so that you can check it out and see if you want to join. They, they do like uh, one or two hours each day. And uh, you can put that in the show notes if you like. We'll do. What was the one question you wished or hoped I would ask around the tough question concept? Um, you feel like I've missed a trick here. What a great question. Well, that's the question. And then um, I'd like to you to ask me about my vision for, for teams okay. and, uh, and, and companies and trans how, how I plan to transform the culture. Let's go for that then. How is this going to apply more to teams? Yeah. Yep, and all of that. Well, 
because we avoid tough conversations, I think we need support. And particularly within teams, you say you're an entrepreneur and you got a team or you're a manager in a, in a company, um, 70% of employees are avoiding a tough conversation. And they estimate that the cost of each conversation avoided is $7,500 to the company. Wow. So it, ultimately, people are going to gossip. They're going to uh, just keep their tolerations and frustrations. I'll complain behind your back and they'll quit when there's an issue because we weren't trained. So my vision, and this is a service I launched, is that every company provides their staff with access to a third-party confidential tough conversations coach. And they just book it as soon as same day, they role play the conversation and then off they go and talk to their boss or their coworker or their direct report or even their wife or husband. Get it handled. I see this as insurance against conflict and people quitting and it's gonna transform cultures because people are gonna be trained around the world in how to have agency and how to awaken their alpha. And um, so we're changing companies, but also the world through companies. That's genius. I have to just say that. Thank you. Awesome. I love that. Thank you. Right. If you need some more tough conversation coaches on your, on your team to build the empire. And I love that. Oh yeah. I want to scale this. We're going to need a lot of coaches. It's such a, it's such a strong why I love it. I, I can't, you know, I'm sure obviously some companies will have minor objections, things, but to me, that just sounds like a no brainer. It's uh, yep. Yeah. People aren't going to go to their boss and talk about the difficult stuff. They're just not going to do it, but they'll go to a third party confidential person oh. and say, my boss, there's no way to change, change my boss. Well, really? Well, how about this? Right. I what just, I think it's therapy as well. Just going through that process will be so beneficial for the, for the, yep. yeah. <laughs> I think this will be the wave of the future. And I, I, my, my plan is to be at the beginning of it. So, so, so listeners, if you have a team or you're part of a company where you think this could be useful, please go to playforreal.life and request a call with me. Cause I'd love to talk to you about it. And, uh, and we could trial it out with your company. Perfect. Well, I was going to ask, what's the best way to connect with you if they want to continue the conversation? Is that the best way to connect? Yeah, thank you. Play for real. That's F-O-R, playforreal.life. And uh, you can join my podcast. I'd love to have you listen to me as well as Adam. Mm -hmm. And you can download the four-step Tough Conversations Blueprint and the worksheet for free. And you can read about this just-in-time Tough Conversations coaching for teams and companies very excited is that the name of the podcast play for real or the name? podcast is tough conversations with david wood wow love it not sure if i want to be on there that'd be a tough conversation i hope we get people on there and just grill them but yeah <laughs> well i'll probably ask them about a tough conversation they've had yeah uh you know that's one thing yeah and a tough conversation waiting to happen what's what like yeah wow well david it's been an absolute pleasure today thank you so much for taking the time my pleasure too, man. You're fun. I really enjoy this. Let's let's hang out some more. Yeah, cheers. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. This episode is sponsored by The Arena, men's only membership community. Dig deeper into the effective model, philosophy, and strategies that will enhance your life. And ultimately, it's that mindset and philosophy to fulfillment and the art of living. That's mental toughness and strength going forward as a man. Stepping into the arena is what it's all about. This is a huge opportunity to get in at the ground floor. Head over to ayalpha.com forward slash arena. Check this out. 
secure your spot, one click, be there and be a founding member. Initially, I believe this is a no brainer. Get your free 10 alpha laws of power. If you align with these, grab your spot there, founding members, both limited in terms of number and in the time and when it comes to launching. All right, speak soon. Awaken Your Alpha, Tales and Tactics to Thrive. This is also a best-selling book available all over the world through Amazon.